So man, do I have a treat for you guys today. So I am bringing a special guest on to the podcast today. We actually did this interview back in August and I am just now getting it out to you guys and it is no less valuable you know, than it was then here today. And so I'm bringing Celia Thompson onto the podcast and Seal is, so not only is she a great person, I got to know her when we lived in Charlotte, but man, she is a fitness rock star. And so, I mean, she is a fitness pro. She is a pro fitness competitor. So that's the first thing. The second thing is she is a project manager at Ready Fitness out of North Carolina. She is a trainer at Catapult Fit, which is her own company. She is the fitness coach for the Honey Bees dance team of the Charlotte Hornets. And so she is just just an incredibly experienced person in the world of fitness. And so for all of you guys out there, male or female, man, you guys are going to get so much value from this podcast. I am so excited to make this available to you, but especially for you women out there, man, pay close attention to what Seal says because she offers, you know, a very unique perspective of not only, you know, a woman's viewpoint of training and getting fit and nutrition and all that, but as someone who has hit the competitive fitness stage. And so for you women out there that are looking to lose fat, we talk about that. For you women out there that are looking to potentially compete one day, we talk about that. And so pay close attention. I think you're going to get a ton of value from this. And, you know, please kind of disregard the fact that the audio quality is not the greatest. That's my fault. That's not Seal's fault. That's my fault as the podcast host. I should have done a much better job of getting you guys cleaner and crisper audio, but it's honestly not the greatest. But don't let that kind of you know, distract you from the central message. I still think you'll get a ton from it. So without further ado, here is Seal Thompson. For the F Cubes podcast, man, we are back, and I am so pumped about today because, man, I have a special, special treat for you guys. I have Celia Thompson here with me, and Seal and I, we connected, man, back in the Charlotte days when Autumn and I were living in Charlotte, and so she has so much experience, and just, so she brings so much value when it comes to a female who is training hard, who is competing, and who takes their fitness seriously. And so Seal agreed to come on the podcast today, and we're going to have a discussion about, you know, what she's doing, what she thinks are some tips and some tricks to get you guys out there, specifically you females out there, you know, kind of on a better path to reaching your goals. So... Without further ado, Teal, why don't you take a minute, and just in case anybody out there hasn't heard of you before, take a minute and tell everybody, you know, a little bit more about what you've got going on. Oh, sure. Jim, thank you so much. Like, yeah, we go way back. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's crazy, man. <laughs> a couple years back. 
Um, yeah, so my name is Steele Thompson. Everybody calls me Steele for short. Um, that's kind of how I'm known in the fitness industry. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I was born and raised. Um, I have been a part of the competitive fitness world since 2003. So really, when I got into it, it was back when really nobody even knew what fitness was. Um, it was on ESPN. And that's where I fell in love with it. I saw Don Butterfield perform uh, Mighty Mouse Routine, and I was like, I want to do that. And so <laughs> I got, that's where that all started for me. And then I uh, ended up meeting my coach, Kathy Cabbage, um, and she, I ended up hiring her for choreography, flew to Boston, and, and uh, the rest is history. So uh, I've been competing, uh, competed in 25 shows. Uh, I got my pro card at the age of 40. Uh, in 2014, and then just uh, went back to the stage in November this past year, uh, or I should say 2017, um, and competed in uh, the pro division for the first time and placed third at nationals. So for me, that really has completed um, a journey for me as a as a fitness competitor. And now I'm so excited because now I'm on the other side of of the coin. So now. Um, and this is where, Jim, you'll remember this, um, when you would come and help me and you would come and judge at the shows that I would um, uh, help run and host in Charlotte. Yep. And so now it's so cool because Kathy and I have collaborated and we are putting on our first show in Charlotte October 6th, and it is for women, and it's going to be amazing, it's going to be beautiful, and uh, it's really going back to the roots of the sport. We're doing a competition in the morning um, to really give women that, that beautiful experience of all their training and all their hard work is going to be recognized and appreciated. And then in the evening, we're doing a um, showcase, and the showcase is like so our heart. It's giving women a platform to tell their story. So it's based on their health and fitness journey and where they are in their life. It's not the same as a competition. It's really a showcase. So, you know, whether somebody's gone through a major transformation, whether a woman is trying to balance career and family and healthy lifestyle and healthy living, like, this is that platform. So I'm just we're really excited about it and, and celebrating women, celebrating health and fitness. And um, that's kind of where that's where I'm at right now. Like, that's, that's, what, that's what my world is. So thank you for giving me a minute to share about it. Man, that's a crazy world. That's a crazy world that you're that you're living in. I mean, wow, that's so that's so wild. I mean, yeah, I remember that was the first uh, and only show I've had a chance to judge. It's, uh, it was so cool when you reached out to me and gave me an opportunity to judge. Like I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that. And so, man, just yeah, that's wow. That's a that's a really really crazy story. And so coming up in October, so. You've only got a couple months to go. Yeah, we've been working on this since January, and we've got women flying in from Boston, New England area. Um, we've got women coming up from Florida, Atlanta. So if there's some people in Chicago that want to come, <laughs> it. hey, definitely, man. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop all your links in the show notes, Great. so if people want to reach out to you, they'll be able to do that. But hey, you never know, man. You just never know. No, and I, it's just going to be an awesome, an awesome uh, experience, and, and uh, we're going to or go home. So we've rented one of the, the top theaters uh, in Charlotte for the event uh, to really make it an amazing, amazing event. So it's, 
I can't say it out. It's just going to be it's a dream coming to life. You know, I've talked about it for 15 years, and here we are getting ready to do it. So um, it's it's so exciting. But that's just one piece, one side of me. But yes, I'm fitness from A to Z. Like I'm a fitness equipment for a living, for ready fitness. Uh, and then I coach women uh, in health and fitness as far as, um, you know, helping them with whatever fitness goals they have. And then I'm extremely involved in the city and in the community of Charlotte. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much me. That's, wow, that is, that is so cool. So I have, like, a million questions that pop into my mind from everything that you said. But so the first one that I'm always curious to, to talk about or to hear someone else's perspective. You are actually, let me think, you are only, so we're about 65 episodes in to the FQ podcast now. We've had okay. people on. You are actually the first competitor that I've had on the show, obviously other than myself. And wow. So, okay. Yeah, so, that, so that's really, really awesome. I mean, not only are you, you have the female perspective, but you're a competitor. So my first question is that you've been competing since 2003, yes. which is, is similar to my story. I started in 2001. Okay. So I'm very curious, what has it been like for you taking the competitive stage? How have things changed over the years? And now I'm really curious to know what you think about the differences between the amateur division and the pro division. And I am asking that question very selfishly because I think I might be in the same spot pretty soon here myself. Um, I think so. First of all, going back to when fitness, you know, when I started in fitness, fitness was, there was, for women, well, let me put it that way, there was fitness and then there was bodybuilding. And then they introduced figure. So then you have those three tracks. Well, then they added in model and bikini. So when they started adding in these others, the, the fitness side started to dwindle down. So you would have, like, 100 competitors show up at Nationals for Fitness, and then when bikini and model showed up, you know, those numbers dropped. So um, fitness is my love. Like, that's the routine portion. So somebody performs a two-minute routine, and then they get the Z crown. For bikini and model, you have some other differences, depending on the federation that you compete in as well. But, um, you know, as far as, as, as the difference between amateur and pro, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to say, to, I mean, to even put it into words, because it's all going to depend on the federation that you're part of. Um, there is a big difference, though, when you go from being, and again, this goes back to, um, to what federation you participate in, because somebody can walk in and end up getting their pro card early on. And then you'll have some people that have been working at it for a long time. So it's just, it's a really interesting sport. It's subjective. Um, and there are some people that put in, you know, a good bit of time before they earn their, you know, before they, you know, have the opportunity to get that pro card. And then there are some people that I would say that, um, you know, may not have to be in it as long. So, you know, again, it's like anything, it's subjective. And it's, you know, it's how you show up the day of. Regardless of the training and all the things that gone into it's you know what you show up on that day, um, you know that's that's what you're being judged on. That's so true, man. That's so true. So, from your, I'm curious. Do you still get nervous when you take the stage? Oh, I always get nervous. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always get nervous. <laughs> I used to be known for always having my head put on, and I did really do this last time. Like I would put it on to run my routine because the routine part is what what always 
like, that was the big part for me is, like, I would have to, like, I'm uh, I'm 100% teammate all the way. But when it came to me performing myself, I would have to kind of pull off to the side and always have my earbuds in or headset on um, or beats now um, just to, to keep my head keep my head in the game so that and as soon as I would I would before I went on stage I would take my earbuds out or whatever so each of them just don't have to do it at all but they just they just get on stage this last show I prepped uh, my routine like it was so intense that a trainer I was working with he would just help me as far as like I would run it with him and before I left I think we ran it four or five times in a row um, just to push my conditioning level so that I was ready but, um, you know, it's really funny that for me is, is uh, yeah, I still get nervous. It doesn't matter. I get nervous. Yeah. I, I, I still get nervous, too. That's why I asked. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know what's funny about you, what you said about the headphones is I remember that distinctly about you before I even knew who you were. You know, we were both training at L.A. Fitness, or it may have been early yeah. after that, at that time. I'm not sure, but, you know. From the first time I saw you, like, you immediately earned my respect just because I was like, all right, here is, you know, not only, you know, a female that's in the gym working her tail off, but just anybody in the gym working their tail off. I mean, I'm sure you're the same way. Anybody who steps foot in the gym, period, has my respect. But the people that you see day in, day out, taking it to another level, they earn a new level of respect. Absolutely. Yeah, you immediately earned that for me. But it was funny because you always had your headphones in, and I'm sure I did too. But, you know, finally, I think, I think you may have broken the ice with me. You were like, hey, I'm Seal, by the way. And I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And then we started talking and had a bunch of mutual interest. And so it was kind of interesting. Yeah, well, that's what I think the neat thing about it is, like, you can always pick up when there's somebody that's training. Because there's a, when they're training for something specific, and I think if you're a competitor or you're somebody that's an athlete or whatever the case may be, like, when you walk in, like, you know, like, you can pick up on it because you can see how people, like, move to the gym and what they're doing. And um, for me, like, I always had my headset in, and if I was real serious, I always have my hoodie on. So I'd have my hoodie on and my earphones, and that's kind of how you – that was my zone. But everybody has their – like, especially, I guess, from the athlete side or the um, competitor side, like, you can pretty much – it's kind of that vibe. Like, you just give off that vibe. You just know. That's right. I totally, I totally agree. Totally agree. So you have so much experience, like literally two decades worth in the world of fitness as a competitor, now as a coach. I mean, you have been immersed in this world. Man, I would be remiss if I didn't, if I didn't make sure that we got from you. So for my, all of my female listeners out there, a lot of them want to lose fat. A lot of them, you know, want to get in better shape. And some of them might even be thinking about maybe hitting the competitive stage. So those are probably like two or three questions in one. But what advice might you have for somebody looking to lose fat or somebody thinking about maybe competing? Um, well, I think first of all is, is first of all, set the goal. Like go ahead and make a commitment that this is what you want to do. Um, second, it's like as far as losing weight um, or getting ready for a show, it comes down to the combination um, the very first thing, like I said, is making the commitment. So going ahead and making that decision because half the battle is in your head. So that's where you start. You've got to start with that first. And that once you've made that, you know, you've shifted that, that 
I feel like you flip a switch almost. At least for me, it's that way. Like once you flip that switch and you make that decision, then you can then go ahead and take the steps, whether it's um, connecting with a coach like myself or um, you know finding somebody that can kind of help guide you and direct you. But it's all about you know meal prep is all part of it. Um, making sure that um, and you're doing it in a healthy way. It doesn't have to be like I, I'm so excited now because our culture is so health oriented. There are so many places now that actually food prep and, and offer services and things that it just makes it so easy um, in comparison to what it was when I first started. So, you know, a lot of it, it you know, food is the biggest thing and um, understanding that you have to have that combination of food and workout. It's not one over the other. A lot of people think, well, if I just go to the gym a little extra and work a little harder, you know, then I can eat what I want. Well, you can do that if you're doing it just for healthy living. But if you're doing it for, like, going for a show or something like that, it definitely, you have to have that balance. And and I even tell people now, like, no matter what you're doing, you want to have that balanced life. You want to live healthy and you can compete healthy like you don't have to do it with a strip like strip things out of your diet and um i think that's the biggest thing with with women in particular and competing at there and so many women that have like stripped themselves of eating things and um even healthy things um in order to hit a super lean point or whatever the case may be um, you don't have to go to extremes like that's the coolest part you don't have to go to extremes to do it right, and um, that's the one thing I would say, you know, is that you want to do it healthy um, because, really, the battle is all in your head. Like, food, relationships, all of it, like, it all starts with your mind. So, make a decision there, and then, you know, line yourself up with really good people, people that are going to, you know, um, lead you in the right direction. So, it's just really important to surround yourself with that. I love that, man. I love that on so many levels. From a nutritional standpoint, like, so you've got, so you've got a female who, let's, let's kind of narrow the focus. So let's say that she's not really interested in competing one day, but maybe she's got, you know, I don't know, let's just say 30 pounds to lose. And it's really kind of, you know, evaded her for a while, and she's had a difficult time kind of finding the motivation or the inspiration or whatever. Nutritionally, what do you think one or two really good things that she could start to do would be to really help her maybe maybe get that inertia going and build up some momentum? First of all, I think you need to hydrate, drink water. Mm. <laughs> I mean, and you're dropping truth bombs, Steel. That's a truth bomb right there, baby, Steel. <laughs> Your H2O is, is a big deal. And sometimes it is. It's starting with those simple things. I think we, when we make it so big and, and you know, we can get overwhelmed with it, and then we want to quit. So, like, I even with some women, like, we start out, and it's like, okay, well, how many, you, know, you really want to kind of eat all throughout the day to fill your body? And some people get overwhelmed with that. So I'm like, okay, let's back it up. Let's try to do it this way and kind of, like, you know, create, like, building blocks, you know? Like, okay, for this week, what I really want you to try is, like, have someone that have had a hard time getting in, you know, five meals a day. Like, let's go for three. Like, you know, I'm doing good if you're getting three in or, you know, um, and, or drinking water. Like, we have a ton of glasses, like, or water bottles. Like, Steel, I got in four water bottles today. And I'm like, yes. So, like, let's add another one for this next week. So, it's just, you know, it, it can be step by step because if it's truly going to be a lifestyle, 
you want it to be that you can make it gradual. Um, so it doesn't have to be like this all of a sudden, like, you know, because a lot of times when people go like head first in, if they go head first in um, and they're not really all in on it, it doesn't work. So I think those are just like some simple things to think about. And then other things for lunch is having like um, good products. And so um, I have a company that I work with that has amazing products, and that is what uh, they've created things to make it easier. So, you know, it's just to me that that's really those are just the key things I would just say right off the bat. I love that, man, because it really is. I mean, keeping it simple, you know, it's so important. I mean, it's important in everything in life, you know. But I, w- one of the things that you said that really, really struck a chord with me is I think a lot of people get very overwhelmed by the process. And I think a lot of people get very intimidated by the fact that they have so much weight they want to lose. And you really need to remember, which is basically what you just said, that if you've got 30 pounds to lose, you've got to start with that first pound. You've really got to start with that first pound and then go from there. Yeah, and I think that that's what creates um like long term success. Um, instead of it being like, you know, losing everything at once and then all of a sudden you didn't really set you didn't really kind of set the foundation. So I have some women now that I work with and it's been amazing to watch over the you know, the past couple months I've seen them just making true choices and true change and they're seeing results and that's huge. And you just want to cheer for them because, like, you're like, you get it. Like, this is, it's amazing. Oh, it's so, it's so amazing. So, on that note, I want to switch gears just ever so slightly because this is a question that I get all the time, and I'm very curious to know what you think about this. So, when it comes to training in the gym, so actual, like, in the gym, performance, whether it be weights or cardio or whatever, do you think that women – to train differently than men? Uh, I would say yes. <clears throat> um, to some degree, because it's really going to depend. Um, it'll depend on the guy, and of course, now with like culturally and stuff, the way things are, because we have um, different avenues of training. Um, but as far as women go, women need to move. Um, it's important that women continue to move in the gym. So it's you know, the circuits and the interval training and all of that, like, um, I'm a big believer for that for women that are trying to lose weight or, um, you know, trying to make changes in their in their body. Like, it's, it's really important. Um, you know, I have some women that, try, you know, when they get on the treadmill and they just go steady state. And that's – and steady state cardio and, and training like that is great. But if you um, stay at that all the time or you do the same thing all the time, uh, you're not really going to – you won't see any more changes. So it's it's all about it's all about constantly um, making your body guess at what you're going to do next. And so I'm a big believer, especially with women, because we are so multifaceted and a lot of us juggle more than um, just, uh, you know, careers. A lot of us are juggling homes and families and all of that, so you're used to that whole you got to go, you got to move, and you don't have an hour and a half to spend in the gym. So that's like my biggest thing is like giving, you know, giving women the opportunity, the opportunity to do their workout. Like, here, look, you can do your workout in like, you know, 45 minutes, you don't even get out. You know, and again, it's going to depend on what their goal is. 
Um, but uh, you know, for people that are trying to live healthy and are trying to um, make changes in their in their in their life and in, in their physical bodies, like they don't have to go in the gym and 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 beat themselves up for an hour and a half to see those changes. Now, if you're an athlete, it's a different story because you're on a different track. But for you know, just for women in general, like yeah, I'm a huge believer of that. So 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 specifically when it comes to like actual like exercises or movements or even like rep teams. I mean, I don't know how detailed you want to get, but when it comes to the actual training that somebody might do, again, we'll leave athletes out of it, just kind of your regular person. Do you think that that structure should be different for a woman relative to a man? Um, again, it's kind of like because the questions you're asking me, it kind of goes back again back to their goals. But as far as women training, like, so like if you were to go in and lift, you're going to go in and stay on like one machine maybe, or you might stay at one area in the free weight and be just stay there and lift that one body part or work on that one exercise. So if I'm going to take a female into the gym, I'm going to have her do, um, you know, a weight set, then maybe a cardio set, and then another weight set. So I'm going to have her constantly moving um, and, and, you know, doing these different exercises back-to-back or in a superset fashion. So, you know, it is, to me, I find that it's different because if you go in a gym, normally you're going to see guys kind of hang in their area, and they'll stick to the one exercise. Um, I rarely see, and I'll see guys super set, but I rarely see the whole, um, you know, that they'll be doing like a leg press, get up from that, and maybe do a couple burpees, and then go back and do, you know, um, step ups or walking lunges. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's that's where it's different, um, and that's that's what I know, uh, and I've seen it not just for myself, but for the women that I've worked with. It's like that is what keeps them going and it's not just about getting their physical bodies to move but it's also that like women are constantly thinking and they're juggling and constantly in their head that it's um it kind of it just kind of goes with the flow of who they are like and what a woman does in everyday life she's always like juggling so it's that same kind of um mentality in the gym and um but yeah i'm a big believer in that unless you know again unless you're going in there for a specific reason or um, or you need to really concentrate on building muscle. Um, you know, it really goes back to what is what is your goal. But um, I, I am, I do really see, and you'll see it, I see that women do train differently than men. And that's why sometimes when women go into training with their husbands or their boyfriends or, or whatnot, like it's a very different game than it is if a woman uh, goes in and trains with another woman. Um, so, and you'll hear that in conversation. So it's, it's uh, but yeah, I mean, I just need to do. Right, well, that's, that, that, that's so insightful. Like, I, I, I love everything you said because it's unique, it's innovative, and that was one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on today because I knew that you would have a very, very, not only experienced and skilled viewpoint on everything, but a really, a really fresh one. And I'll tell you, man, what you said about, and this is what I meant when I said at the beginning, like, you're going to be able to share insights that I could never come up with on my own. One of those was, you know, the fact that when you think about the actual female brain, you have so many things that you're juggling, you know, home, career, fitness, all these other things, that oftentimes are 
Like, those demons are what a man might have to deal with. Now, you know, this isn't a male versus female or worse scenario, but it's just the real truth. I mean, I see that with my wife. I'm hearing you say it, too. And I'm just like, wow, that is so true. And I'm like, wow, I never even thought about taking a training program and trying to mirror that program with what a woman is kind of naturally already wired to do. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. And, you know, another thing that I've recently been thinking about and kind of just kind of heard some other people mention it, and I'm like, yeah, there might be some truth to that. Women, of course, just from a hormonal standpoint, have less testosterone than men do. So they have a harder time hanging on to muscle than men do, which makes their their basal metabolic rate oftentimes slower than men. And so a lot of times to get really, really lean, sometimes females end up having to do a tremendous amount of additional movement just to get where they want to go. Absolutely. So I totally agree with you on that. Um, and I, and that's why I think that sometimes there can be that, like, so let's take a female, let's take a, um, you know, you just take a woman that goes in and trains with her boyfriend and then, or her fiance or whatever, uh, husband, and they'll be doing the same routine and her husband or fiance or boyfriend is getting leaner and she's like, what the heck, it's not working. <laughs> And it's because she's training the way he's training, which is, like, and I'm just saying, like, what I see in the gym. Now, next time you go to the gym, you know, if you look at it through those lenses, I'd be curious because we might have to come back to this conversation (laughs) and get your viewpoint on it. But that's, you know, that's what's funny is, like, you know, they're like, yeah, well, we, we lift and then we stop. And then we lift and then we stop. And then we lift and then we stop. And... But he's getting, like, he's getting leaner and looking better, and it's not, that's not working. What do I do that's not working for me? So, you know, then I would be like, well, here, why don't you do this while he's resting? Like, you can still do the lifting part, but let's add something in between for you to do, you know, so that you can yeah. keep moving. So it's just, um, I'll be curious to get your take on it next time you go to the gym and kind of, you know, watch watch around you. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I will. Yeah, that, that's, that's really, yeah, it's just, it, that's really interesting. And what you said about, like, you know, husbands and wives and boyfriends and girlfriends or whatever training together being such a different dynamic from female, female, or even male, male, for that for that matter, I think that's really super interesting, like super, super interesting. So, man, you know, I had a couple more questions. But uh, I think I want to wrap it up here because okay. I want. Well, no, I just I want to be respectful of your time, and I mean, yeah, this, yeah, absolutely. Is, this is so much great content. So what that means, Keel, is I'm going to have to get you back on sometime oh, in the I near future. It. Awesome. Yeah. So I well, I know. I was going to say I'll have to come back on and tell you um, about the show, like after you know we're finished, or maybe even the week before, can I tell you some of the hype that's going on? Oh, my gosh. Let's do that. You know what? That's actually perfect because I'm looking down at my notes, and the couple of questions I had left were really more for a competitor, and so that would be a perfect fit. So why don't we plan for maybe, you know, you said October 6th, right? Yeah. So why don't we plan for maybe later on in the fall, let's, you know, get you through the show. Cause I'm not, there is no way we're having a podcast the week before the show. You're going to be way too busy. No way, man. So let's let the show, let's, let's let the show come and go. 
And okay. we'll let we'll let this guy down and yeah, maybe we'll have you back on. That would be amazing. That would be great. I would love it. Cool. So I, again, everybody, I will drop all the field information down in the show notes so that you can reach out to her, you can contact her. If you have questions about this episode, if you're looking for a female coach, if you're interested in competing, whatever the case may be, I know she would be so happy to respond to whatever you guys got. So, Seal, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much, Tim. I so appreciate it. Hey, guys, real quick. Just wanted to make you guys aware, if you don't already know about this, uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this for all of 2018, and it's been a lot of fun, and we really look forward to it every week. And so I wanted to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 815 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there.